Hello, everyone. I'm Alan Cotter, and you're listening to Call Talk for June 17, 2020. Today's topic is contact center technology. Embrace it, leverage it, promote it. If you're listening live, we invite you to be part of the show and ask questions. Here's how you do it. Email me at calltalk at benchmarkportal.com. I want to remind everyone that all of our shows are archived and available to listen to at benchmarkportal.com any time of the day. And with that, I would like to introduce the host of the show, Bruce Belfiore. Thank you, Alan, and welcome back to Call Talk, everyone. I recall a conversation almost two decades ago with Professor Richard Feinberg, who helped us get started at Purdue University. We were talking about sponsors for our call center campus, and he noted that technology suppliers were absolutely woven into our contact center community. Without them, the contact center industry wouldn't even exist. So as much as many like to complain about technology, we have to admit we really owe these folks a huge debt of gratitude. My experience is that the most successful contact center managers are those who are not timid about technology. They embrace it, they leverage it, and they promote it within their departments and throughout their organizations. And they really seek to understand it, whether it's technology they've inherited or technology they're trying to decide on for the future. Doing technology wrong can be a real disaster. Doing it right can help transform your center and gain a competitive advantage. So we wanted to give, give you some solid tips on how to embrace, leverage, and promote, which is why we brought in Angie Lucky Success to share her experience. Angie, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Bruce, and I'm excited to be part of uh, your podcast today. Okay, great. Well, Angie, I, I hope you don't mind, but before I give your background, I'm going to tell a story that will let our audience know exactly why I invited you to talk about this topic. Do you recall the presentation you gave at the Interactions Conference a couple of years ago? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Well, okay, everybody in the audience, picture this. Angie is presenting to a group of maybe 200 call center managers, all of whom use the same technology platform. And she asks how many of them use at least five of the functionalities offered by the provider. Only half the room raises their hand. Then she asks how many use seven functionalities, eight functionalities, etc., until all the hands go down by the time she reaches something like nine or ten. And then she says, well, we're using 28 functionalities, and I'm figuring out how we can implement the 29th now. Woo. Okay. So tell me, did I pick the right person to talk about embracing and leveraging technology? I mean, Angie, do you remember all the jaws that dropped when you came out with that statement? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Well, okay, that didn't come overnight, of course. Angie has over 30 years of call center operations experience in both the public and private sectors, supporting B2B and B2C accounts, including everything from college admissions, healthcare services, scheduling, retail, telecommunications, and water management. So her experience spans the entire client experience journey, including sales, billing, customer retention, dispatch, logistics, order management, fulfillment, quality, tech support, and workforce management, so a lot. Uh, and of particular importance to her topic today, 
She's worked with numerous contact center solutions, including Aspect, Avaya, Cisco, Genesis, Nicing Contact, uh, IEX TotalView, Salesforce, Verint, Witness, plus various ERP systems uh, like Aggresso, Banner, Oracle, SAP, and others, and electronic health record systems, uh, including Athena, Cerner, Epic, and Meditech. So uh, a lot of experience there. Uh, she's an early adopter, which has led to her success in implementing call center technology because she really forms close ties with suppliers and lets them know her needs. Uh, Angie holds a BA in business management from DePaul University, an MBA from Purdue, go Boilermakers, and has a professional uh, in human resources certification from DePaul University. In 2018, Angie received her certification in contact center management from Benchmark Portal, and she also holds a masterclass certification in Net Promoter. She's held leadership positions at Amita Health, AT&T, Career Education Corporation, Comcast, Landauer, NTT Data, and the City of Chicago. So there we have it. Angie, (laughs) there you are. Embrace it. Uh, Why do you recommend for leaders to embrace new technology, and why is this so important? Well, Bruce, in the contact center world, many of us don't have the opportunity to select our new technology. Especially in the uh, public sector, that's one example. If the city or the state wants to save money, an RFP is submitted, and guess what? A lucky vendor is selected, and you're stuck with what you have, whether uh, you were able to search and research the provider or not. New technology, whether it's by choice or not, it really creates a new and exciting opportunity for your contact center. Even though every solution has its own bells, whistles, and limitations, it can also be challenging to add new technology um, because all of our it's always a busy time in the contact centers, and there's really never a right time to do it. But many see adding new technology or implementation projects, we see it as a a disruption in the environment. Uh, But if you're lucky to get new technology for your contact center, I really encourage leaders to embrace the great opportunity by reviewing their current technology. So what is working and what isn't working? Even give some thought to how new technology can help to transform your center. Like such as what new functions can your department take on to better support the organization or what technology will you need to be successful in the next two to five years. Even seek feedback from your team to include managers, supervisors, and agents. What I would like to suggest or recommend to many contact center leaders, in partnership with your team, create three lists. The first list will be what is working that you want to need you you want or need to retain. The second list will be what challenges do you have with the current technology? What basically isn't working for you today? And then the third list, I call it your wish list of functionality, features, reporting needs to enhance both your agents and your customers and also I'll add your leaders experience. Uh, such as what media channels or functions or features or even reporting uh, needs that will give you that competitive advantage. Um, right. I, so so Bruce, you, you can, really do see this as a, a team effort 
that, however, is focused. Because uh, one of the things about teams is if they are kind of uh, aimless, then they oftentimes don't do anything. But you're really focusing around specific issues and uh, those three lists that you're talking about so that you can, in fact, get everybody's input and organize it in a, a really uh, useful way. Exactly. And and the competitive advantage is really key, especially if an organization is making a huge financial investment. I'll give you one example, Bruce. When we implemented a new system at one of my former organizations, chat, SMS, uh, predictive dialer, and a voice of the customer solution were must-have for us. And we really ruled out any solution that didn't offer that. And at the time, we had six competitors and believe it or not, none of them offered chat, none offered SMS, none even offered the VOC, so they weren't measuring their net promoter score. And so mm-hmm. by us adapting and implementing the system that offered all of that, it gave us a competitive advantage over those six competitors. Um, so if you think of your new technology as I like to call it an early Christmas because I get really excited and you start to build your Santa list, if you will. Um, Ask for some innovative or transformative features and functions. The worst anyone can ever say to you is, hey, we don't offer that. But I I found, um, and you'll be surprised, that most vendors actually love a challenge and they proactively will seek a solution either with their existing products or they'll create new products to address your requirements. And I've even seen vendors realize that something worked that wasn't even part of the design, which was pretty interesting. Um, But when we asked, they researched options, they tested a few solutions, and they were surprised themselves by the hidden gem that something that wasn't in the design, but by testing it out, it actually worked. And it, it benefited them because they began to promote it to their customers. Well, that, that's fantastic. And I mean, I, I think what you're talking about here is sort of the, the very definition of a super user, uh, because you are bringing them as much value as they're bringing you. And in fact, by bringing them the, the value, the input uh, that you have uh, from, you know, working on the ground, they're now going to be able to leverage their product better. They're going to be able to develop it in a better way. And uh, that whole super user concept uh, becomes, you know, quite symbiotic. Uh, to use a fancy word, but it, it uh, I think, can probably be very satisfying uh, in terms of your relationship with them and also uh, really successful for your center. Yes, exactly. And um, another thing is our, our decision makers. When we have new projects that are uh, implemented in the centers, one thing that I, I would also encourage the leaders is to be proactive and reach out to those decision makers, whether it's the project team, the implementation manager, the vendor sales team even, and your, your local IT team. They We should schedule time to discuss what you like about your current system, share any challenges that you have and what you would like to see with the new system. Even ask if you can join some of the scheduled meetings because a lot of times the contact center really isn't engaged until after the contract may have been signed. But try to get in there in the very beginning because this really gives you that opportunity to be engaged and it gives you a seat at the table to contribute to those decisions uh, before a contract is finalized, if you will, and then even discuss your wish list. Um, I'll keep going back to that wish list. is so key, and I'll mention it uh, later in the discussion again as well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But X about user conferences, many of your vendors and a lot of managers and supervisors are not aware of this, but many of your, your vendors offer annual conferences. It's really a great opportunity to learn about the technology, meet other users, even hear their best practices or success stories, if you will, and meet the vendor solutions team. In many cases, they have the individuals that are part of developing new products and services in attendance at the conference. Um, those development team members or other key, key players are there. And I guess I'll share a little tip for you. During that initial sales process or even during your onboarding process, you can ask for tickets. Uh, negotiate for tickets so that you can attend those annual conferences and hopefully reduce that expense uh, for that, that travel, if you will. Now, um, that's a fabulous idea. Uh, that is a great idea. So it's saying, uh, you know, when you have the greatest leverage, right, one of the things we're talking about is leverage, and you have the greatest leverage when you're doing the negotiating to become a, a customer. Uh, and when they give away those tickets, in a sense, it's uh, sort of uh, – it's um, – you know, not money that they have to put out. It's just a, a an extra thing that they can put in the budget. So a great idea. I hope everybody heard that. Uh, use the uh, time of the uh, uh, when you're negotiating to talk about things like tickets to the user conference, and that way you'll be able to use their product better too, which will be better for everybody. Exactly, and and also be proactive proactive and communicating the news of the new technology to your team. It shouldn't be a surprise when you're ready for go live or implementation, if you will. Uh, you may find a few key players with previous experience with that new selected technology. So seek volunteers to support the implementation project, the training, or even the communication. Uh, they may be interested in roles as subject matter experts even during the implementation. So that's really key. And then more, most importantly, I really encourage leaders to demonstrate that you're on board, you're excited, and you're ready for the new technology. Yeah, no, this, these are great pieces of uh, advice. And really, uh, when you think about the elements that you've uh, woven into this, the teamwork part of it, uh, the partnership part, uh, persistence, uh, really trying to get under the hood and understand things and uh, leverage them, that's great. And that actually brings us to the leverage part. Uh, which was uh, the second you know, uh, thing that we were going to talk about here, is how, how do you suggest for a contact center to leverage new technology the best way? Bruce, that's a great question, and I'm excited you asked about that. Uh, but first I want to present a question for the listeners today. How many functions and features are you currently using with your current technology system? And by that I mean examples can be uh, your ACD, your IVR, even a predictive dialer, uh, speech analytics, or gamification that's really big now in contact centers, uh, scorecards, or even a CRM such as Salesforce, uh, just to name a few. So are you using 5, 10, 15, or 20 functions or features? If you're using less than 20 with one solution, are you truly leveraging your technology? Chances are you're probably paying a lot more money for several functions with several different vendors when you can actually um, be paying much less with one great telephony system that offers everything you need and more. 
Um, so I suggest when you add more more product features and functions, don't be afraid to negotiate. I've talked to a lot of contact center leaders, Bruce, and there's always a hesitance in negotiating, especially in healthcare. And I always say it goes back to my sales days. Just ask. Um, do you find that to be the case? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, just asking is so important. I think there's a lot of folks who feel like they've been handed something which is done the way it's always done and that they don't have the uh, wiggle room and the flexibility to to, to ask for what they need. And uh, in some cases, they're still trying to figure out what they need. It's so important to figure out what you need and then to uh, look for it in what you're you know, look considering in terms of technology. And then as you put it, Angie, so well, just ask. Mm-hmm. Bruce, I actually had one leader in my past that repeatedly told me he wasn't allowed to negotiate. And I, I was blown away by it. And I was working with the same vendor. And the end result was that they were paying a lot more uh, for the same solution. I started working with that same vendor and was able to get a better price. And, in fact, they added more functions at no additional cost for us simply from just asking. Um, so so imagine um what what any department can do by saving their organization ten to twenty thousand dollars extra a month. You're talking to anywhere from hundred and twenty to two hundred forty thousand dollars in annual savings. That's huge. And you can really utilize that tech that extra savings for other technology tools or reinvest in your employees. Um I know at at one of my previous organizations, we had successfully, as I mentioned, implemented 28 functions and features with actually one telephony cloud solution. Um, Before I left, we were actually looking at adding three additional to get us to 31. Um, So you can really leverage a a system and and save your organization some money. And um, I always say in, in contact centers, we focus on answering the phones and service levels, and we don't often put a lot of focus on how we can truly leverage our technology. So I'm always amazed when I attend those user conferences and I, I talk to managers and supervisors. And, Bruce, I find that in many cases they're not aware of various functions or features that were available with their current contract and their current technology. Mm-hmm. So some of the features are either included in that contract or automatically provided with the service at no extra cost, but they were simply just not using it. Yeah, you know, I can uh, affirm, too, that we see this all the time, that the unused, paid-for features and technology is is a major issue in our industry. And let's keep in mind, too, that it's not just a question of saving money for the company. It's also providing better service to the customers and also uh, making life better for the uh, the contact center uh, agents. So okay. these are it really comes together. It's uh, something that um, provides multiple benefits when you're leveraging the technology the way you're you're talking about, Angie. And I think sometimes we're so reliant on IT to tell us what's available, and we shouldn't depend on them. We're the end users, and IT depends on us to tell them what we need and and to help us transform our center. So we're really the experts of the contact center technology, not our technology, not our IT department. And in order to really leverage our systems, you need to know the system. Know, most importantly, know what's in that contract. I get it. Some organizations are really reluctant in sharing details of contracts with their supervisors or their managers. 
Um, so I, I get it. I understand that. But they should really know what tools or what functions and features are available with the products that they have, the technology that they have. Um, include those directors, the managers, and the supervisors. It really gives them some insight, and it gives them the opportunity to think of new ideas on how they can leverage the technology because those are the individuals that attend meetings or participate in projects such as Kaizen process improvement events or or they have the challenges. So if they know what's available and how they can really innovate that solution, that, again, is a, a benefit to your, your organization, to your customers, and most importantly, to your, your agents there. So uh, I encourage everyone, I'm going to give a challenge to your, your audience today, Bruce. I hope you don't mind. No. But I'm going <laughs> to encourage everyone after our call talk discussion today to do two things. Ask what is included in your telephony system contract. So, and this is just an example. We're talking about telephony systems, but it could be in your CRM contract. But go to whoever is the, the owner of that and, and ask them what's included. You may find something that you weren't even aware was included because you're not using it. Reach out to your, your vendor, whoever your account manager is with that vendor, and ask them for a listing of all the available functions and products or features that they offer. You may have a need today that you didn't even know was available with that provider. Um, so schedule a call to discuss it. I'm I'm pretty confident that you're going to find a few surprises in one, both your contract and with finding out all that your vendor has to offer you. I think um, that's a really good bet. I think that's a really good bet. Okay, so I challenge your audience and see what they find. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, audience, I hope you're up to the challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have another tip I want to share that a lot of uh, leaders may not be aware of. Uh, so at times we, we make a huge investment in, in our CRM system, and we end up putting our associates in a position where they have to log into two different systems or three or four or five different systems because they're not really innovative, um, integrated with one another. But ask your provider, so to give an example, Salesforce or Zendesk or even Microsoft Dynamics, you can ask your provider if they have um, an API, and oh, forgive me, it's, I'm using acronyms, but uh, an application program interface that integrates with those solutions. Because this will really help your organization and help your associates. It actually help with your handle time. It'll help with um, licensing fees, even your implementation costs. It'll help improve some efficiencies for your associates um, if it's integrated. And it'll give you a, a better, give everyone a better experience. Um, so a lot of people don't ask about that API, and, and that's available. Many providers provide that to help you integrate those systems. Good advice. Very good advice. And, and since I'm talking about the leveraging part with leveraging your technology, I, I really say that you can you can leverage your t technology beyond your contact center. So if you're offering all media channels, whether it's chat, email, fax, SMS, or phone, what about your back office functions? Are you are are your team members dealing with a lot of paper and that they're they're managing or other functions outside of handling an inbound phone call? Are you scanning and routing network through your system? 
Um, identify other departments that can even benefit from that new technology, such as your accounting department, manufacturing, even marketing and sales, or even if you have some small remote sites that can benefit from using that same technology. It goes back to just leveraging it beyond your, your center. Um, even what about usage for site emergencies or your disaster recovery? And we're somewhat in that space today with the pandemic. Um, but think of ideas on how you can leverage it when you attend Kaizen uh, con continuous improvement projects. In those, those work sessions, there's opportunities where you can leverage your telephony system. And, and it goes just beyond that inbound phone call. Um, I guess I should give an example. Um, one company, one company that I worked with previously, we had leveraged our telephony system with eight different departments. So it was more than just the inbound contact center. Um, we also launched it with a small team in Europe. Um, we had leveraged that same system, Bruce, with our sales and marketing team. We had provided our sales team with an inbound, with several different inbound phone numbers that they can use at trade shows. And when those calls came in, it actually routed to that salesperson, but we were able to use our technology to track and measure and quantify the activity post the trade show and, um, and measure that, the success of that trade show. Um, we even provided marketing with multiple phone numbers that they can rotate to use with various email or, or print campaigns. And then later provided them with daily, weekly, or monthly reports for both sales and marketing so that they can measure their sales conversion rates. Um, so that was very beneficial. You know, what, what, really what you're talking about here, and, and if you sort of uh, pick out the pieces of the things you've talked about, a lot of it has to do with uh, real contact center leadership uh, that, that you've been able to show. Because this one here has to do with building a radial organization. In other words, uh, looking beyond your uh, the confines of the contact center and saying, okay, how can I uh, work with and uh, benefit the back office, the accounting, the other sales areas, et cetera. And so um, this is really important with technology because it's oftentimes uh, a problem for contact centers when the technology that other uh, silos in the organization use don't play well with the uh, technology that we have in the contact center. So if you're talking with those people, hopefully from the start, but if not, then, you know, as soon as you can, so that you're having a real conversation about how to integrate, it's important. Uh, the uh, multiple desktops that you were talking about, Angie, uh, can really be um, a sap on morale as well as uh, productivity in the contact center. I remember, I think the uh, highest number that I saw was uh, 17 <laughs> different uh, apps that uh, people had to toggle among. Not every day, but over the course of a week, uh, a, a contact center agent would have to, uh, you know, access that many. So uh, they, they, there was the real need there for uh, better technology to pull things together. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really important thing. Um, well, let's move on to promote it. You talk about, uh, you know, why do you believe it's it's important to promote how you're leveraging your contact center technology? Well, it all starts with communicate, uh, implement it, and measure the success. So promote it and, and, and celebrate it. Uh, it goes back for me is contact center leadership team, they should really be your sales team for your new technology, Bruce, and they should promote it throughout the organization. 
uh, many of our leaders attend meetings or participate in special projects and um, and do a lot more for for your center. And I, I always say the silence isn't golden when it comes to your contact center technology. The more you promote mm-hmm. it, the more support you will receive from your senior leaders, especially when you want to add new products or functions or, or enhancements. The decision makers should know the value of your technology, and they should be aware of any challenges you have as well with that technology. The leaders in your organization should be familiar with how you've leveraged it and the value that it adds, but not only for your department, but for other departments in the entire organization. And we should actively promote the departments that utilize that same solution how has that uh, technology transformed that department? How have we improved the overall performance or provided any new insights into your customer journey or the activity, the workload, if you will? Um, promote the results. I mentioned about sales and marketing. Um, if you're partnering with other departments, share those results and more um, And by promoting how that new technology has allowed that department to accomplish aggressive goals. In many cases, a lot of us are doing more with less. And being able to promote how you're leveraging the technology, the benefits from it, and then the the data, the results that you're you're able to extract from it. Um, this really promotes that value of that that solution uh, when you're identifying and promoting creative solutions. Uh, periodically remind and communicate those features or functionalities of that that technology um, to your leadership team. Uh, Bruce, I'll share that people will be amazed when you start to really promote that technology and how you're leveraging it in in other departments beyond the contact center. You you may start attending meetings and you hear senior leaders promoting your contact center technology. Nothing could be more exciting. Mm -hmm. And and they may be sharing with others potential future use or even recommending other business units or departments to look into how they can leverage that same technology. I think that uh, that's really important. Also, what uh, comes to, to people's minds, too, at that point is, A, they're going to be able to see the savings that uh, your rationalization brings to them. And all of a sudden, you are somebody who's contributing to ROI, to EPS, et cetera, uh, something that nobody expects of contact center managers. But you'll mm-hmm. be there. So you'll really earn yourself a position with the uh, the, the uh, executive suite, if you will. And second, uh, in terms of increased um, competitiveness and uh, good customer uh, service, that also will come through. So that that's great. Well, you know, we're, we're sort of toward the end of our time here. These are great inputs. I think we have time for one question. So, Alan, do you have a question that you could uh, pass to us now? Yes, we got one from Jackie, and the question is, how do I get our IT department to take us into account more when making technology decisions? Well, Jackie, that's a great question. Um, I guess my feedback or recommendation would be include your IT department in your leadership meetings. I'm sure you have regular team meetings with your, your managers and supervisors or agents. Um, encourage them to attend those meetings. Invite them. Add them to the agenda if you need. Um, maintain and share a listing of technology needs and challenges and share that with your IT team. You want them to be your advocate. 
um, maintain and share an issues log to track and, and quantify some of the technology issues uh, with either and either look at some of your customer or employee requests for new functions or features. Engage your IT department. Um, and then include them in any of your implementation project meetings as well. But just partner with them um, and, and make sure that they're aware of what's going on in your department, even the successes, but most importantly the challenges, and they'll start engaging you more. But you have to them and include them first to start the ball rolling. Great advice. Alan, let's take one more question. We'll go a little bit longer today. This is a great session, and uh, I hate to have it end, but uh, let's take one more question. Yep, we have one from David, and he's asking, I manage a 100-seat center. I would like to go to a conference to see and talk to other providers. How do I convince my management to fund this? Oh, wow. That's a great question as well. Um, David, I would encourage you to create a justification document that you can share with your leader, your management team, um, to include what's the ROI for your attendance, what do you hope to achieve by attending that conference, and what changes do you plan to implement after the conference? So you, when you return to your, your work environment, what are you going to implement and do differently by with the information that you learned from the conference. Uh, review the conference agenda. In many cases, they provide it in advance. Share your planned schedule of the workout sessions that you plan to attend. Um, proactively reach out to scheduled attendees, and you can schedule some connection meetings or doing lunch. Maybe you plan to have lunch together with them at one of the um, the lunch breakout sessions or um, and and plan to attend specific sessions with them together maybe, but include this information in that justifications document. That'll be key for you. Um, also, I'm going to go back to that wish list. I'm glad you asked this question. Partner with your team, your management team, and your agents to create a wish list that you plan to take with you to the conference. So when you meet with that development team, you can share that. And you can include this in your justification document as well because you're showing that you're, you're being action-oriented and you have an agenda of what you hope to achieve and how it's going to benefit the company. Because if we look at that wish list, that adds value for, adds value for your organization and you're going to get the answers you need because you're going to be with the developers. Um, and then register early for the conference as well. Um, for discounts, sometimes they have an early registration discount. And um, another thing, a tip I can share with you, David, is um, you can prepare a best practice presentation and um, ask to present at one of the user conferences, and that will actually help the organization as well. Um, get some visibility, you're able to share best practices, and uh, I always believe in paying it forward. Um, but not only will you be learning best practices, but you'll be sharing yours with other uh, leaders in the contact center industry. Wow, okay, great answer there. And I'd like to add uh, just a, a couple other things to, for David's uh, benefit, and that is one of the things that Angie mentioned was an ROI. And you may be thinking, well, how do I uh, sort of go about proving that ROI? Well, one of the things that you could do is uh, through benchmarking, actually. Let's say that you've benchmarked your center, and you know that you've got some strong points and you've also got some weak points. And those weak points may be things like calls per agent per hour, handle time, uh, that sort of thing. And you could actually... Uh, then do a study 
and figure out uh, if you could just get up to the industry average, right, which is where your competitors are already, that you could be saving X amount of dollars. That's a pretty easy calculation to do. And uh, if you can then say, say, okay, I think that by looking at this technology, that technology, et cetera, I could in fact improve our handle time by rationalizing the uh, technology that we have, the desktop technology we have, et cetera, and uh, show that to the management, include that in the justification document that uh, Angie was just talking about, that can be really compelling. Uh, at that point, you're showing that you're not only going there because you're curious, but also because you plan to get results for the company uh, by actually uh, looking at uh, solutions that are going to uh, make your center more more uh, efficient. So I think that's all the time we have. This has been great. Actually, we've gone a little bit over time, but it's been a fabulous uh, conversation. Uh, Angie, thank you so much. Do you have any final words you wanted to share with our, our audience before we hand things back over to Alan? I will end with saying embrace your technology, leverage it, and promote it. It adds value for you and your organization and your customers Perfect. and team members. Okay. Well, you certainly have added a lot of value to us today and to our community, so we, we thank you very, very much. And with that, I'll hand things over to Alan to wrap up the uh, show. Okay. Thanks again to Angie and to Bruce for your insightful discussion on today's show. We hope you can join us next month for another great show or look at our huge selection of archive shows on hot topics at benchmarkportal.com. Then click on Call Talk, where you'll find over 11 seasons. From all of us at Benchmark Portal, keep those headsets steady and your fingers ready. Stay safe and stay healthy. This is Alan Pockhider signing out. Have a great day.